You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So as Kaiwas, do you go and uh, purify yourself in the sacred waters of Zoltan? I guess if you got stink feet, you got <laughs> what, they, what they call on bull in Kaiwa. If you got stink feet, the athlete's feet, stuff like that, you're supposed to go soak them stank-ass feet in that Zoltan water and throw your shoes away. That's what I've heard anyway. So, well, and that uh, it's a sulfur spring. Yeah. It's a sulfur spring is what it is. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's 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 the 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 story, the healing waters of Zoltone. Yeah. So, and if you've ever been to Sulfur, Oklahoma, that gives you a small glimpse of what the waters of Zoltone, the sacred waters of Zoltone smell like. It's oh, yeah. um it's it stings the nostrils. <laughs> yes it does. It is a it is a unique experience for sure, but uh, a lot of the Kiowas around they know they know what we're talking about. Yes, indeed. So, uh, let's talk about some of the tribes. Some of the tribes, it's like we said have been, have had really great responses to this and some it's just I don't know. Where do where do we see governmental transparency? Uh, in this time, what does that even mean? I mean, and, and on any level, on the federal, on the state, on the tribal, on the local, is is this an excuse to continue to lack transparency? The continued misspending of, um, yeah, I, I mean, the problem is at the root of it that we have no transparency in government, period, at any level. I mean, the the checks and balances that are supposed to be there, they don't work if everybody is in on the same, the same you know, racket as it is. Uh, um, there's nobody there to hold anybody else responsible. So we're just, we're stuck in the same position. And unfortunately... Um, a natural disaster gives a lot of people opportunity to dip into funds and to dip into resources and take more than they need. And it, it's an opportunity for opportunists, you know, the, the opportunists that that are um, willing to make a dollar at any cost. Those are the people who are selling Purell on eBay for seven times what it's worth and um, all of that kind of stuff. So. I mean, well, and one of the things that I wonder, and you know, I, I'm not asking my my tribe for any kind of resources. Uh, for me, I feel like I I can take care of myself, and I want those resources to go to our good Pawnee elders, um, and those those elders who who may not have the opportunity to get those resources. It's more important to me that they have them. Yeah. Uh, I do wonder though how nepotism is working in the tribes at this time because it's like i said i'm i'm not anywhere near my my tribe i'm not anywhere near the complex i'm not anywhere near the district i'm i'm not anywhere near the jurisdiction i'm not near any of it and so i don't really know how the policies are and how they're set up to distribute these emergency funds. Our That's, president yeah. just now declared a state of an emergency. So I don't know. Just I don't. Now, know. Huh? Yeah, just now. Just now, like yesterday. Yeah. So thanks. 
Right. I'd curtsy if he were here. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, um, how is this going to, what are the policies for distribution of these emergency funds and these emergency services? And, you know, I, I pose a question too. If, if these resources are on a first come first serve basis how are the elders who don't have access to social media and the internet yeah. and things like that how do how do they know what other what other avenues are you using to get that out there you know because not everybody's on facebook not everybody i mean not everybody who's on facebook is following you exactly or i mean well and okay but there are pawnee elders West of I thirty five, you know there are there are elders. So how are how are those elders able to take advantage of of these kinds of resources when they're outside the jurisdiction? Or is that the excuse? Like, oh well, you're outside the jurisdiction. We don't have to help you. Sucks to be you to live in Darko. Yeah, we get it. But well, I mean, that shouldn't leave us out. It's kind of like, uh, you know, with the Kiowas, we have these different um, legislators for each each area. And so you basically have a representative, you know, I don't know how the how the Pawnees are set up. But I mean, if you're outside the area, you're supposed to have this representative. But, nah. you know, one of the biggest legislators, uh, legislative areas in the Kiowas is District 7. And that's everything outside of Oklahoma. And so, you know, how is that, how do you justify a district like that getting the same amount of money and the same budget as a district who only has 45, 50 elders in it? You know what I mean? Like, how do you justify giving that same amount? And then, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of crazy, man, because, you know, talking about policies, we don't know what the policies are. You know, we don't know if there is policy, you know, how... How are they deciding who gets this money and who gets help and all that kind of stuff? Because we know that it's been for a long time about who you know and who's nepotism. A, yeah, who's the first person that that you call when your um, the the program that you work in gets funds? Because that's what that's the way it really works in the tribes. Whoever whoever is working in whatever program starts calling people, hey, we got funds. Y'all need to get up here and and sign all your kids up and you know all line. that kind of stuff. So, you know, they get the first pick of all these funds, and you have people who who aren't that privileged to be on your on your first call list who may really need that, who may not have access but to one cell phone in the family, and you know. Or a vehicle may not yeah, have a ride one, to get one up there, vehicle and, and don't have internet access, or not on Facebook all the time, and all that. You know, um, it's there's got to be something done, but I don't know. I don't know what. I, I and you know that's that's one of the things I do wonder is okay. So let's say there is a Kiowa tribal member in Seattle because you know there is. Oh, there's Kiowa uh, Kiowas are everywhere. everywhere. Kiowas are everywhere. We have established this, and it's documented fact. <laughs> okay, so if there's a if there's an elder up there who really really needs the help, and the what district? What'd you say? Seven. Seven. Those yeah. funds are expended. I mean, how would that person even get help? 
Like, would there be like a, a credit card that was given? Like, can you tell us who the electric company is so we can make arrangements? How does that work? I don't know. How does it work? Because that's how they do it around here. They'll actually call the electric company and like, hey, a promise to pay note so that it doesn't get cut off. And I mean, but how? I, does I mean, that... even places around here won't take that from the Kiowa sometimes, just because the Kiowa tribe is known not to hold their end of a bargain. So I mean, you're dealing with that all the time. It doesn't matter what tribe I've worked at. You're always dealing with bridges that have been burnt before you were there. Absolutely. And people that, you know, don't care about the well-being of the tribe past their tenure there or whatever. They're the ones that really hurt the tribe because they're the ones that write hot checks and they're the ones who don't don't pay off their, you know, their invoice at whatever local um, business that they've been doing business with them, oil changes, tires or whatever it is. All it takes is is one time for a business to have to go to court to get their money from you before they're never going to let you let that tribe do business there again unless it's just cash up front. And tribes can't really do that because of their accounting uh, systems and no. things like that. So it, it, it's it's curious to, to to hear that and it's like I said, you know, that's that's where my thing is is the nepotism and they're not under any obligation to say okay well these are the people that we helped and this is how much and everybody got an equal share you know not everybody got an equal share it's like okay i have you know 150 bucks per person for x amount of people or i have a hundred dollars to help this many people or whatever is it that or is it you know Hey, this is what I need, and uh, you know what I mean. Is, is Come there in a with cat? the bill and tell them this is how much I need, and I mean, here's five hundred bucks for that, you. Yeah, that's the things that here's we twenty bucks for you. We don't know. I mean, I don't know how this is working. How they're deciding who gets funds and who doesn't. Um, I mean, how are these jobs deciding who is essential and who's not? You know, I mean, how is Italy deciding who gets the ventilators and who don't? Who lives and who dies? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a I I can't even remember where I read it now. I've been I've been trying to to read so much and trying to like get keep away from a lot of the the gloom and doom coverage cuz it's just there's a there's a lot of misinformation out there. It's depressing too. It really, really <laughs> is. But you know, I I highly disagree with the fact that we should just you know write our elders off as oh they've lived it they've lived a long life they should be ready to die for their grandchildren. <laughs> it's like I don't want that. I don't want that. Who was it that said that? It was it, uh, oh man. You know you read it. Yeah, it's um, it was on Fox News. I think it was oh. a lieutenant governor of somewhere. He said it on live news. I actually saw the video. So, um, Alabama maybe or oh, uh, Texas. Dan Patrick. Ah. Texas is Dan Patrick. That's their lieutenant governor. And when they said Dan Patrick, my mind automatically went Not the to ESPN the ESPN Dan guy. Patrick. I'm like, I'm gonna poke his eyes out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's uh, ah. <sighs> 
It, it, it makes me wonder, and especially for a policy wonk like myself in this time of emergency I vote to funds. sacrifice Rand Paul and um, uh, what, what was the uh, Ted Cruz, uh, any of the other ones who are quarantined. I, I, let's just go on ahead and sacrifice them. I want, And the ones with insider trading, Bill Burr, yeah, James, in James Inhofe, yeah. um, those Julios, yes. Uh, sacrifice I just wish, all of them. I'd be happy if Rand Paul just quarantined himself. You know he's got this positive test and just still walking around like nobody's business. I'm like, what are you doing? Your dad's a doctor. You know, this is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> you should know better, right? But I guess not. So, uh, and and it's so crazy to me. It's privilege, is what it is. It's crazy it's, to me to hear this thing called a war. It's like this. This doesn't. All these rules and stuff do not apply to me. I get to do what I want because I'm Rand Paul. My daddy's a doctor. This message brought to you by Rand Paul. But like. Trump saying he's a wartime president, dude. You think that that Afghanistan thing and that's not going on? I mean, they've all been wartime presidents because we're still at war. You're not just now a wartime president being at war with the coronavirus. <laughs> if that were true, you'd be at a wartime president or in war on Christmas. The uh, the war on drugs was more bloody than than this. Uh, than the war, war on, on coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah. I- <laughs> and it's it's like I said. So we're we're gonna start doing some research here because what else have we got to do, right? Yeah. Well, um, I want to know. If I'm glad you we know, didn't elect just another politician. You know, somebody that uh, somebody's gonna drain that swamp. Yeah, drain that swamp. That's what um, that's what gets you insider trading and all that by draining the swamp. Apparently. Uh, well, if you or someone you know is a. Uh, receiving any kind of assistance and you're finding it a great thing and very easy to do or if you're finding it to be a pain in the arse let us know either way we want to help and no be an what advocate. Tribe you are. that's right no matter what pain. tribe you are we'll help anybody try to get that information especially during this time um you know we both have elders in our families who we know um, need that assistance and would really benefit uh knowing this information and really um sidestep stepping those those bureaucratic landmines that we all find ourselves in just being an Indian. Yeah, it sucks that, you know, we have to deal with all these extra layers of uh of politics as Indians, you know. We got to deal with the the American politics, the state politics, the local politics, but we also have to deal with our own tribal politics and all the stuff that comes with that. And it's just uh it's exhausting. It it really is, especially when you actually want to care and decide to be involved. It's a lot, but I highly recommend it because how else how else are we going to make sure that we get what we need from our governments unless we're involved? So, thanks so much for tuning in. We are still here working and you can catch up with us on social media. You can also find our podcast on nine different platforms. So, wherever you get your podcast, find Talk Jive. We're right there. We've got all kinds of great information for you. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Tide Jive Radio.